Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. Everything was great, and now, fuck everything. <laughs> so, hi. Anyway, hello. How are you? <laughs> my dudes. My dudes. My pals. My friends. Wow. How's it going? Really intimate. Hey, if you want to get intimate, I'll fucking talk really quietly this whole time. Can this just be an ASMR podcast? <laughs> Excuse me, that's called a asthma podcast, so. Oh my god. Could you hear that? Oh, sorry, I forget. You're a busy woman with this. Of course I heard it. I have earbuds in. Oh, what okay. do you mean? <laughs> no need to, like, mention your fucking media company. Jesus. Oh company. my god. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so how you doing? Great. How are you? How's Pride going? Um, well, Pride doesn't start till, like, next week, but it's going. It's fucking June, Cody. Like, what are you talking about? Okay, the whole month is gay. I get it. Yes, hello. But, like, the events don't start till, like, next weekend. Which I'm ready for. I mean. And I'm ready to work, like, nine hours of it and watch people get drunk and wear rainbows. I'm real excited. Speaking of pride and gay stuff, I would like to discuss the first thing on our announcements then by discussing the link that I sent to you of an amazing thing that I put on our Tumblr. And I think that it's personally kind of beautiful. So please discuss what I sent you, Cody. Because you're welcome. Fuck, I love it. Isn't it cute? (laughs) Tell all of our friends, please. Oh my god. See, this is why you can't, you gotta stop bringing transmedia into this podcast because I have to describe everything. It's basically Charlie Swan walking up to your boy. (laughs) Daddy Malfoy. And, being, and him being like, hey, man, what's up? And he's like, yeah, I got this case. I don't know, man. Seems like a spooky dude. And they come on into their home, and they probably fuck each other. It's so perfect. Yep. I love it so much. Mm. The best ship to ever have shipped, y'all. Yes. I love it so much. What I'm Also, saying. speaking of the best things, yeah. a few things. One... All of our merch came in. Boy, boy, boy. The buttons came in, y'all. Boy, boy, boy. They're perfect. I love them so boy. much. So it's kind of amazing boy. and kind of perfect. Yeah, they're really cute. Number two, this motherfucker Hi, hello. sent hello. me a belated birthday hello. gift. And it was covered in tape, yes. which God bless. <laughs> it was it was really perfect. Really like DIY, actually. Okay. Can I, before we get into what it was, can I explain myself a little bit? <laughs> yes, please. You boys broke. We know this. <laughs> We're all just cogs in the retail machine. It's fine. Uh, so I got our lovely pal, Allie, a gift. And I wanted to wrap it and send it to her because that was my option because we don't live in the same state. And that same time, I had just gotten, I shit you not, a menstrual cup from Amazon in the mail. <laughs> 
And so God that bless. envelope that I sent you in was that original thing. I shoved it in, put, like, we have this ridiculous, like, cupcake duct tape, and I just fucking, like, covered it around because I just ripped it open because I'm an animal. And then covered it in, like, I don't know, maybe 12 forever stamps because I just didn't know how many I needed and I didn't want to go to the post office. <laughs> so I just took everything I had, threw it in the mailbox, and called it a day. I wish that you would have told me this story because, first of all, <laughs> knowing that it was a, a bat, like a package from a menstrual cup, makes this gift literally so much better. <laughs> and two, when I got it and I saw the cupcake duct tape, I was like, fuck everything, fuck this, this is the best thing I've ever received. And also, I need to underscore to you all it's hard to see the cupcake duct tape because there are literally. <laughs> The most amount of stamps I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> and they're not like the big no, stamps that you send small. with like the square, this like square cards that need like extra stamps. They're like your standard envelope stamps. There are so many. It is the best thing I've ever seen. So anyway, I get this and I had the worst day. So I come home and I'm like, fuck this, fuck everybody. I get this gift. I'm like, I wonder if I should just save it until I'm in a better mood. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so anyway, I open it up and I, I have no idea what to expect because at this point, it's like I'm carrying my birthday on to another like month. Hey, man. That's great. <laughs> fuck it. The best thing. Like Gemini season is now my season. So fuck everybody. <laughs> so the first thing that I see is like the cutest stickers in the whole world and they're puffy and they're squishy and they're the best thing ever (laughs) and then I see this material and then immediately as if I'm in a tv show I like flashback to this conversation (laughs) when Cody was like hey just like but just like hey hey just like for no reason hey what's your t-shirt size but like for no like just like for a friend but also like for science okay but like just I'm telling you, it's like for I no think reason. You're okay, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I open it up and I'm like, "Oh, cool! Like it's gonna say like Chicago on it or something." <laughs> and I pull it out, and it's literally our merch, and it says "Fuck Mike Newton" on it. And I swear, the golden of goldenest tears dropped down my eye. And it was the best moment of my entire life. I can't believe you thought I was so, going to get you, like, a Chicago shirt. I don't know. I've never been to Illinois. Well, damn, It would have been cool. Time. Well, that's... No, fuck that. <laughs> I don't want that. Are you kidding? <laughs> that's trash. Anyway, so apparently Cody and Maddie conspired yep. against me. <laughs> Kept me out of the loop on anything. How dare you to get this. And I loved it so much. So thank you. You're welcome. Also... Speaking of amazing things, we need to talk about this Kristen Stewart and Taylor Lautner reunion. Hello. Hello. It's very rare that we actually get relevant Twilight news in this day and age to talk about in our podcast. And even better when Cody brings it up on our Twitter, first of all. Hello. I've never been more proud in my entire life. It was so pure. You've created a monster. Also, Kristen literally looks like Cody in this photo, and it's fucked up. <laughs> so I fucking wish. That face that Kristen is making is, like, your That's face That's just, like, all the tattooed time. on my face forever. That's just... 
I want a mask like, of her that face. It's like my always your face. <laughs> and Taylor's like smirk that's like sort of uncomfortable and also like I think I'm holding in a burp. It's like <laughs> but me also always. like it's still <laughs> looking like a puppy, like so many years out of it. Like it's a whole lot of things. It's the biggest mood. I love it so much. It was very pure. Name a more iconic and duo. <laughs> honestly, I'll wait. Like, I'll fucking stay quiet the rest of this podcast. <laughs> also, our Google alerts blew the fuck up <laughs> when that right happened. Too. So, I was like, um, we know. <laughs> so, in other news, we have more patrons. Thank so, you. hi, we're famous. So we're hot shit. Sorry. And the good news about that is what, Cody? That if you're a $5 a month patron, you can get early episodes. So that's dope as It's fuck. not like super Which, early, but like, I don't know, a little under a day early. So like Sunday, Sunday night maybe. Because you know what? Monday's a stressful day for podcasts anyway. Don't you want to you wanna get a little sneak peek? You know, a little taste? It's that self-care Sunday pod. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, before all your faves come out with new episodes on Monday. Yeah. I asked for questions on our Twitter, and we got some very interesting ones that we should probably touch on. Could you discuss this first one, please? (laughs) Because not only was it very popular. It blew the fuck um, up. It did blow the fuck up. But also... I'm very interested in how you feel about it. Because I think we have vaguely mentioned it before. No, we definitely mentioned it. Like, they're, the person who's tweeted this is directly quoting us. <laughs> okay. Then I I don't remember. Oh my anymore. god, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I feel like it's all a fever okay. dream. But so please So the tweeting explain. question is, please discuss the possibility of Edward using Belle's diva cup as a shot glass because it keeps me awake at night. <laughs> Yeah, that loud makes me embarrassed. Because in one of the episodes, I don't remember which one it was, fucking sue me, we talked about a lot about drinking blood. Like, a lot. Was that the blood freeze one? I think one? it was the blood water cooler one. Or, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Wait, no, it wasn't. Because you brought up, what if Bella was on her period? Oh, yeah. And we were like, well, shit. And I was like, homie, if she's a diva cup, Edward can just pound that shit. Like, it's a goddamn tequila shot. Thinking about this makes me... (laughs) (laughs) Listen, man, she's got that good, good blood. It's not going to taste, like, gross. It's fine. It's going to be fine. I know, but just, like, (laughs) thinking about it, especially because, like, now Jacob's a wolf, and he has heightened senses, too. Like, they're all after Bella's blood. Yeah, Yeah, she should just stay away from these boys. (laughs) And I don't know that they necessarily want, like, her arm blood. You know what I mean? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, Edward definitely wants her arm blood because he is like a capital V virgin. (laughs) (laughs) But like, Jacob, I don't know. Jacob's been more of a rowdy boy. But he's also a baby. So like, I'm confused. Yeah. Whatever. In, in, once we get to talking about it today, it's literally mentioned that he's 16 and a half. So, hormones, but also man baby yep. Yep. so yep. the idea of people pounding shots of bella's diva cup makes me want to vomit but also is a real possibility Absolutely. now okay here's the thing here's the thing now there's a gross mental image in my head of the volturi having a nightclub a la tom haverford oh, of this 
Yeah, I mean, and I love it. And now, since it's in my head, it needs to be in your head. See, because I'll, I'll bring this into a good turn. thing, because you're trying to make this all gross and stuff, and, like, I get it, I get it. However, imagine okay, this. Okay, how are you going to make this imagine, into a good thing, Cody? Please imagine a vampire gay bar with all these love fucking fan vampires drinking love menstrual wine. <laughs> I, the idea of blood, in general, <laughs> still is, like... I am very much near faint right now. Um, however, the idea of that makes me far less grossed out than listen. It did you're before. the one who picked this question. We didn't have to. We didn't have to talk about it. I don't know that you I did picked this. this question. I think the question picked us. <laughs> and with that, thank you. I'm gonna keep scrolling. <laughs> Next question. Does our gal Steph know that virginity is a social construct? <laughs> and anyways, Bells is dreaming about getting that sparkly D. Um, Obviously. First of all. <laughs> okay, question. Steph thinking that virginity is a social construct. No. 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 <laughs> No, obviously God. People still don't think that. Like, today. You think Steph knew in t- 2005? Absolutely not. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. <clears throat> in this Christian novel, oh there's no way. Oh yeah. Anyway, the idea of Sparkly D is amazing oh, to yeah. me, personally. Um, Fuck, what if they fuck in the daytime? Like, what? <laughs> <sighs> what a great image. That's just oh like, my God. that's, that's taking it from a Becca highlighter in a powder form to like a Becca liquid Like highlighter. a liquid strobe. Just <laughs> like literally just putting LED lights on your He's cheekbone. He's like a human like, disco ball or vampire disco ball, whatever. <laughs> a soulless disco ball. <laughs> so fucking same. Just like, <laughs> just two disco balls just like running into each other. That's sex, folks. Uh, I'm sorry to tell you. I'm your sex ed teacher now. (laughs) I tell you everything you need to know. Oh my god. Go home. (laughs) Okay, last one. And I don't actually know if you know what this is, but it'll be interesting to find out in about two seconds. Okay, last question. Are y'all going to watch Vampire Suck? And then they said, because I need to know your reaction to it. Okay, this proves that you have the worst memory of all time because we've definitely talked about this. If not on an episode, in very much real life. <laughs> I don't Because I've seen it, I, and you got I very mad at ha- me, because I didn't tell you that. <laughs> and I forgot about it until that moment. Was it, like, the first episode? I don't know anything, man. I just know that things Because that was, like, literally a year ago. I, that's definitely oh not how God. time works, but great. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start crying Listen, right time is just a soulless disco ball, you know? <laughs> Time and virginity, both just, social contracts, so, sorry. Social contracts? No, I said... <laughs> <laughs> Words are social constructs, uh, Cody, fuck can off. Can you tell this is a late night pod? Can you tell? My feet hurt and my words hurt, sorry. <laughs> my words hurt. <laughs> anyway, I've seen Vampires Suck. I didn't realize that I had until, like, basically starting this podcast because I just forgot about it. But yes, I've seen it. I do think that at some point we'll need to, like, discuss yeah, it it's on in the, the pod, canon. Though. We should, like, you know, dabble in. It's in the canon. Fuck <laughs> it's off. In the, it's in the parody canon. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> You're so gross. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, that's great. No, I love it. Using canon should be part of our bingo board. What do you? I've but said it great. once, probably in thirty episodes. <laughs> also, shit. Okay, <gasps> I can make my Kanye joke. Uh, you guys have listened to thirty hours of this podcast, so go listen to thirty hours by Kanye West. Anyway, continue. <laughs> also, because it's Gemini season and his birthday was this week. Yeah. So I mean, also do it for out. that, but just listen to Kanye all the time because what else could you be doing? You know, that's more important. Other than listening to us. I mean, obviously. You want to talk about this fucking bike? I'd rather not, but I feel that we're contractually obligated to, so we might as well. I mean, I could just clap the Friends theme for the rest of the hour. <laughs> we want nothing more. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll get... <laughs> I'll take the reins of this chapter. You can just give your commentary in a Morse code of friends clapping. I don't know where that came from. I love it. That was good. That was fucking oh, hilarious. Anyway, chapter three. It's called Modus. Please, Cody, I can't talk right now. Oh, wait, no, fuck talk off. With your um, hands. I need to talk about this. <laughs> I definitely need to talk about the first part of this chapter, oh, but please, you can introduce it. No, you go it. ahead, you have opinions. No, no. I need to. I'm, I'm literally crying right now, so please. This is the version of me yawning. <sighs> okay, so. I don't know what I just said. <laughs> Y'all, when I get tired, it's like when people get, like, tipsy. I don't know who I become. <laughs> We've this done so few funny. of these that I forget how buck wild they get. And every Y'all, time... anything past, like, 10 o'clock for me, I, it's like a gremlin. Like, I don't know <laughs> who I am. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay, chapter three. Motives, please, okay. Cody. So, Bella and Edward are flying to Jacksonville, doing their thing. <sighs> Being gross. Oh my god, more planes. What? More planes. Yeah. Oh my god, so many plane scenes <laughs> that we probably won't get in the movie, huh? You don't know that. But we get a lot of weird dialogue between the two of them and talking a lot about, like, Renee. And we get a lot of more background about Renee, or at least how, like, Bella sees Renee. So here's the thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we need to discuss Renee in this whole, like, first part right. of chapter three. Because there's a... This whole dialogue that is set up here is basically just Stephanie being like, hey, so we're just going to basically put your mom here so you remember that, like, your relationship is, like, super intense, yep. right? Um, and it's girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, like... I, I don't know how to properly phrase this, but, like, I don't like women being used as plot devices for men. Thank you. Thank I mean, that was that was actually basically what I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, and, like, because even, like, re- this whole scene in Jacksonville takes up, like, two pages of this chapter, which is, like, 30 pages, you know? So it's, like, it's really yeah. just, like, a blip. And, they're like, and like, I was even confused because, like, Edward at one point is like, okay, we're home. And I'm like, wait, what? We were just, th- what? What is happening? And so you can clearly tell, it's just like, I just want to sneak this in, just so we can see how gross you and Edward are together, and how, like, unhealthy this is. But, like, in a, you know, defiant Bella perspective, it's like, you don't get me, mom, whatever, eh. And the frustrating thing is, so this whole trip, when she first received these tickets, was meant for her to be going away in order to relax. Mm -hmm. 
this trip yep. did not sound relaxing at no, all. Not a bit. To me personally. And the frustrating thing is Bella's always on with Edward. Mm-hmm. Like sexually, mm-hmm. but also just like in general. <laughs> and here we see that even when she's not like directly with Edward mm-hmm. and she's with Renee, she is on as yeah. well. And it's kind of been hinted at as well since we know a little bit more about her interactions with her mom right. and how she's had to be kind of like a surrogate parent as well. Mm-hmm. But it's mentioned here that she had to like, when she was looking up at her mom, she was having to like control her expressions. And then when she was being asked about how the trip went, she was able to feel relieved about it and not sad. Yeah. And I think that that had more to do with the fact that it was just like emotionally taxing on her. Right to be there and this whole situation with her being with Renee I guess on the one hand it was also used as like a voice of reason right it's a new perspective Mm -hmm. on the relationship even though we got a little bit in Twilight at the end of the book and then theoretically we were supposed to get some within the new moon timeline of her going to Forks to take care of Bella but like we don't see that right but Everything that Renee says here sounds the most possessive to me, and I hate it. It's super gross. Yeah, um, but I, it's also, like, she's not wrong, you know? Like, no. the way that, like, she is so very much, like, on with him. Like, even, like you said, when he's not, like, visibly there. Like, she just acts different, and, like, Renee can visibly see that. And she's... Just like Charlie has seen what happens when she, like, kind of loses herself with a dude. Yeah, I mean, I think that... The way that Bella describes Renee's perspective, I think, justifies how Renee communicated what she was saying, Mm -hmm. too. And I think that Renee, what Renee was saying as far as Bella's relationship with Edward is right. Right. Um, And I think that that's the point, obviously, of having it in here. I just feel like with what we know of Bella and what we know of her having to take care of her mom so much... To me, when I first read this, and the amount of times that I've read through this, I always read it as a situation of like, oh, her mom is just like looking out for her. But this time, since I've been focusing so much on, okay, where does Bella have trauma? And where has her family not taken care of her? For me, the situation just felt like, okay, her mom is just seeing the surface of the situation kind of thing. I, I do think that it was an important like scene to have i just felt like as with everything with stephanie it should have been done better Mm, on a slightly unrelated note why the fuck was edward there in the first place because he's a goddamn vampire and he's just gonna stay inside the whole time because he can't he did stay i don't like i just i didn't even think about it but like as soon as we got there like and they addressed like oh he made up an excuse for a paper because he literally has to stay inside otherwise he'll fucking glitter in front of her family (laughs) Like, yeah. he's there! We could have taken... No one... No. What? Yeah, it didn't make... Let's go to the sunniest place in the continental U.S. Come along, vampire glittery boyfriend. Right. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> other than the fact that he would justify it as like, oh, I'm gonna be worried this whole time. Yeah. Like, it's so gross. You're gonna explode the yeah. plane by yourself if you don't have someone with you. Right. There's so many planes in these two chapters. There's a lot of planes. <laughs> When they get back, um... Two seconds later. Edward says something, like, two... I know, like, two seconds later. You blink um, and they're there. So, 
as I've mentioned so many times before, I have a combination of like listening to the audiobook and having the Kindle version Mm -hmm. so I can pull trash quotes to put into our show notes. When I was listening to the fantastic Ileana Kadushin read this audiobook, um, when she says the wake up sleeping beauty thing, um, I wanted to shed my skin and die. (laughs) So that was great. (laughs) Um, She couldn't even save that phrase. Damn. It was the worst thing. It's it's not good. And I forgot it was there. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, there's a lot of gross Um, lines in these couple chapters, huh? A lot of bad one-liners. It was pretty bad. When they get back, Charlie, (laughs) he was just like, hey, welcome back. Um, So, you've only missed about five million phone calls. Yes. Chill. Right. Guess who Um, they're from? Wolf boy, wolf boy, wolf boy. Yeah, yeah, they're from Jacob. And, okay, I'm just so, I'm just always so disappointed in Jacob. retweet. I, (laughs) I I always want so much more from Mm -hmm. him. I believe in him so Mm -hmm. much, and he constantly disappoints (laughs) me. He never fails to disappoint. I just, I want to shake his little, what is she... She says he's, like, what, nine feet, six uh, inches or something? Like, <laughs> like he's an oak tree or something. Like, I just want to shake his, like, oak frame and be like, listen, stop. <laughs> I know that you're 16, but this is going to be really embarrassing for yeah. you. So don't. Just chill. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, he is the most vague in this scene. Are we surprised? At all. Because no one can be direct with Bella ever. Ever. No. No, but I... Okay, what did you feel about this scene? Because I was confused, but also annoyed. I mean, same, because, like, she... Well, Charlie's like... The, the phone rings again. Charlie's like, that is him. If you do not get this phone, I will literally jump out this window because I can't hear the phone again <laughs> or I'll just die. And so she's like, you right. got it. And she, she answers the phone and Jacob's like... Hey, you're back. She's like, uh, yeah, hi, hello, Jacob. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, uh, are you going to school tomorrow? And she's like, yes, Jacob, I'm, I'm going to school. I don't, what do you, like, why did you call literally 6,000 times today? And he's like, you know, that's it. <laughs> that's all I wanted. Okay, bye. And she's like, the fuck? That is, <laughs> that is literally yep. it. That's, That's it. The whole thing. No paraphrasing. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I read it from the text. That's it. <laughs> yep, Stephanie herself it's wrote those very words. The worst. I don't get it. I it's very confusing. Anyway, Bella's like having a crisis, and <laughs> and then in the middle of her having a crisis, of course, Edward's like trying to take care of her. Charlie walking in on this is low key my favorite thing. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's like, hey. Stop. <laughs> Literally cut it out. There's only one swan colon ship in this town, so fuck off, you Hands two. Off. Like and then he just like leaves to go watch baseball again. Like what a mood. I also love how he's like, hey man, if y'all are not gonna fucking make food, I'll order a pizza. Just tell I just I'm a hungry boy. I just <laughs> Just let me know. Just, will someone communicate clearly in this house? Please, Please God. God. I just want someone to be direct. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I love Charlie. I, me the fuck too. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, was damn. I too passionate? <laughs> no, I, I think you weren't passionate enough, actually. Um, <laughs> maybe one day we'll be able to communicate our adoration for Charlie Swan I, properly. I don't think I could physically do that. Like, it's all, like, even oh. my, my, my heart is bursting, but I can't. <laughs> my last breath will be Charlie. <laughs> Charlie deserved better. Ugh. Yep, exactly. So they get to school, finally, something focusing on education <laughs> oh in my this God. fucking the novel. Forgot, people go to school. Yeah, I, I mean, I forgot, to be Listen. honest. Okay, we get this amazing piece of dialogue yep. where Edward looks at Bella. He's like, hey, would you, like, do something for me? And she's like, yes, anything. <laughs> and he's like, stay in the car. And she's like, the fuck? No. <laughs> And that was my, that was it, actually. That was, that was it. Great. Um, That's the end yeah. of Into the Twilight. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> yeah, so it's been a great ride. Uh, <laughs> I just love that she asks, like, why? Yeah, she's like, what? <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite thing oh. about all this. But, of course, she sees Jake there and is like, um, <laughs> no, fuck this. In my home. I'm, in my place of learning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, during all this, as we know with Stephanie Meyer, she takes, like, three pages to describe everything. Literally. So, Bella is ogling Jacob during all this and describing how all of her classmates are paying attention to Jacob because he's now, like, Jacob (laughs) 2.0. And it's just important to remember that, and it's blatantly described in this scene as well, that he is a 16-and-a-half-year-old boy. So gross. So, but like, he's so, a big boy and he's, you know, leaning on a motorcycle. All these, all these kids are just afraid of this fucking boy. This boy. Um, okay. So I'm actually really curious to know how you feel about the scene that happened here between Edward and Jacob. Uh, <laughs> great. Good. <laughs> That's in there. It is. It's just we get more every time it's a conversation between Edward, Jacob, and Bella. It's really just a conversation between Edward and Jacob. And Bella's just kind of there, like, in between them and not really getting to say anything. You know? Yeah. And it's just like, how about, like, why are we doing this right now? Why are we putting... And, like, the whole reason that Jacob is there and gets in a whole little, little kerfuffle with Edward is because Edward's been keeping secrets. Okay, yep. and Jacob wants to not keep those secrets, <laughs> right? And well, they're, and they're also being like super vague and also like revealing these secrets in front of Bella, like before she has to go to school and before she's really processed like her day, basically. And just like, yeah, you know what? Yep. Fuck you! Like you're not gonna tell her. I'll tell her right now. Like, no, <laughs> guys, can we just stop? Yeah, it's gross. I don't like it. I do think it's important for our friends who are listening to know that Cody is fed up with these conversations. It's only page 77. Yep. Yep. Um, And these Edward, Jacob, Bella, aka Edward, Jacob conversations (laughs) are literally the whole novel of Eclipse. So just um, keep that in mind. So this scene is supposed to be teenagers talking right 
Remember right. that. <laughs> this dialogue is straight up adults. Yeah. Like, I. it's not well spoken no. adults, but this is not how teenagers speak. I, I know for a fact that it is not how teenagers spoke in 2005. Yep. And I know that Eclipse didn't even come out in 2005. So yep. I know that it's not how teenagers speak. To be fair, Edward gets a little bit of a pass because he's literally a thousand years old. However. <laughs> he's supposed to be passing as a teenager, though. Uh, we all know that he doesn't do a great job at that, you know? No, he's the worst. He's, he's like garbage. It's garbage city. Yeah, yeah. But like Jacob is literally peak teenager, peak teenage boy. Right. So Bella ends up finding out during this conversation that, of course, she went to Jacksonville because of Alice's vision, mm-hmm. and Alice's vision was Victoria coming into Wait, town, boy. and the Collins went after Victoria, Wait, and so did the Quillute pack. Boy, boy, boy. And so. They had a dance off. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, oh my God. I can't tell you what happened in the movie adaptation of this. Oh my God. You can't just say things like that. You can't just be like, yeah, they totally went to a flash dance and it was beautiful. And I just, it was a musical number. And the whole, like, the rest of the movies from here on out are musicals later. Bye. I'm just saying. You, but no, though. <laughs> What if, though? Are you kidding? That would be the fucking best. But we can't pretend like that's reality. Can you imagine, though? Like, Edward would go totally Phantom of the Opera. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Rosie would love, like, Chicago and shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Anyway, so this fucking conversation, you guys. So there's a couple of things that are happening, like, at the same Mm -hmm. time. Jacob is trying to be an asshole shocker but he's also trying to be truthful Mm -hmm. because there are things that bella doesn't know and he's trying to tell edward and also bella like she needs to know these Mm -hmm. things even if it hurts her because hi it's better to be honest and edward is being like well if it doesn't involve her why make her nervous Mm -hmm. and then they're having this banter. Off to the side, Bella is oscillating, having a full-on yep. panic yep. attack because they've discussed something that has triggered her, and now no one's paying attention to her because they're trying to peacock. Yep. So, welcome to the rest of fucking Eclipse, oh, is what I'm trying worst. to say. Like, so they're both wrong, right? Like, obviously. Obviously. Because, like... And Jacob's like, hey, man, I want you to know the truth. Which, like, valid. Of course. Being a sweet little boy, want everyone to know everything that's happening. Especially if it involves yeah. her. Because it definitely does. And if Edward's like, nah, just, don't worry about it. It's like, no, this is literally the most involvement that she is in. Like, it involves her to a T. It's a good intention. Right. But you don't bombard her with all of that information. Especially when she's no. not prepared to receive it. And no. especially like, hey man, I'm going to reveal a lot of things. One, there are secrets and Edward specifically is keeping them from you. That's a lot to handle right off the bat. And then second of all, here's the shit that was, you know, hidden from you. And it's about you and it's about fucking Victoria. Bye. In the morning, at yeah. school, in front of peers, yeah. 
And he's remembering memories that are causing Edward pain, which he knows is going to bother her. So it's like so many things stacked on top of each other, which he knows are going to upset her. And then he's being purposefully manipulative on top of that with bringing up the bikes, trying to taunt her, then going all sad and being like he misses Mm -hmm. her. Like it's super gross. Yeah, I hate everything about that. Also, we should probably mention the not-so-subtle racism that happens at the end of this. um, Because it's nasty. (laughs) Nasty is. Not only from the teacher slash principal. I don't... I I was assuming it was a security person, but I could have been totally wrong. I mean, Forks is like three people, so it's probably all three of those. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably... (laughs) You're not wrong. It's actually Charlie, but he's just also a teacher, and he's also, like, the nurse, and he's just everything. Yeah, he put on, like, his hat's, like, backwards. Yeah, he's got, like, like another mustache on top of his mustache, but it's, like, a different mustache. Yeah, exactly. The the ends curl upwards instead of downwards this time. Got a little handlebar. Ew, uh, don't make a motorbikes reference. Who are you? I didn't mean that. I just, I meant the mustache. You know what I meant. Come on. Ew, it's so deep in the paint. Handlebar is a very Um, popular mustache. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, this is, like, racist, and I hate it. Yep. (laughs) The whole, like, young man Uh thing. Just because he's, like, a large dude, and he's a person of color in this, you know, majorly white school in forks like the whole the like troublemaker dangerous thing yeah i thought that was fucking gross it is garbage anyway they get into class (laughs) fucking mr brady he's reading the the fucking frost poem that's at the the big the epigraph so gross (laughs) it never ends it's all like it's all cyclical Uh. bella and edward have a gross written note but it's basically bella being like here's the thing Fucking communicate with me. And he's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Their entire relationship. Literally. And then the chapter ends. One, on a racist note. Yep. Two, on a racist Mike Newton note. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Are you fucking... Is the... Okay. Nobody gets to support Mike Newton. Fuck Mike Newton. If you don't... (laughs) Stop. Stop supporting Mike Newton. Fuck him. No. No. Fuck Mike Newton. Yeah. Ugh, I hate it. I hate that she had the audacity hmm, lol, um, to end the chapter on Mike Newton. It frustrates me, and I hate yeah. it. Fuck this chapter. It's a bad one. <sighs> okay. Chapter four. Nature. <clears throat> I just coughed and dabbed at the same time. Wow. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for this gift. Okay. okay, here's the thing. Bella, starting chapter four, off with I was having a bad week, is a fucking mood. It's a fucking understatement of the century. Like, <laughs> Yeah, especially because the next sentence is her saying, I knew that essentially nothing had changed. Oh so, my like, God. same. <laughs> like, I get it, Bella. Same. It's a big mood. <laughs> Okay, I want to know every single feeling that you have about how all of the colons reacted to Bella's news about Victoria. Tell me everything, please, Scott. (laughs) Well, we have to do, like, a character-by-character breakdown because they all have, like, the most different moods. I would love nothing more. (laughs) Uh, Who even starts? Carlo? Yeah. 
Kylo, of course, Daddy Malfoy. Okay, stops. fucking whatever. <laughs> Daddy Malfoy's like, it's gonna be chill, Bella. We're all, it's okay. Everyone's here to protect you. We love you. And then Esme's also like, I love you so much. You're, n- it's gonna be fine. And then like, kisses her forehead, and I cry. I like, I literally <laughs> cry. So and then, can you imagine if Bella had had this as a mom? Oh my like, God. how much we wouldn't have these fucking books? That's, that's for sure. Goddamn sure. And then Emmett just says, the, it's like, I'm really glad I didn't kill you. <laughs> You're so fun. <laughs> ah, I love him so oh much. God. Underrated character. Like, so pure, so great. Just trying his Emmett best. is the yeah. best. Emmett is living a great life. Literally. Rosalie just glared. Yeah. So To no one. Amazing. No, wow. <laughs> Alice rolls um, her eyes. And it says, Mood. like, how are you even worried about this? The fuck? Get out of here. Also mood. <laughs> and then Jasper's kind of like, hey, man, I'm gonna make you feel better with my weird magic. Here you go. Here's this gift. <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> I would be lying if I hadn't said that before. <laughs> I mean, you called yourself howdy, y'all, so, Listen. like... <laughs> Hello. Also, can we talk about how fucking wild it was that... I posted that like three months ago, and we know the person that made that. I'm I'm confused as to what exactly we're talking about. <laughs> that meme, the Twilight meme. Listen, we our entire Twitter is Twilight memes. You got to be more specific than that. That's true. The like tag yourself, like howdy y'all. Oh um, fuck yeah! Okay, okay. Yeah. No, that was good. The person who made that was already following and listening to our podcast. Oh shit! Like they actually made that. That's funny. I figured yeah. they just like posted it. That's so cute. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Yeah. Anyway. So, the colons, they're great. I love them a lot. Getting anything other than them is a travesty, I guess. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, Edward leaves to go hunt. He doesn't just, like, leave again. Can you imagine? (laughs) It's a lot less dramatic this time. (laughs) New moon. Part two. (laughs) I can't believe that I said that I was going to, like, clap to friends, and I totally just, like, lied. That was so funny, like, 20 minutes ago, and now I, like, forgot it happened. Um, okay. Your brain is wild, man. I It's a lot of things. I'm mostly just focused on playing. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Edward leaves, um, and <laughs> all Bella can think about is her abandonment issues, which, like, honestly, same, um, but I'm glad that she's being honest about it now. Here's the yep. thing. He goes to go hunt, and... Then we get so much more trashy, disgusting language. Yep. Which is gross. Sometimes I imagine that Stephanie Meyer had an editor. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And it's a nice image, but then it doesn't last very long. So we get some gross sentences such as, quote, Alice was certainly just as capable of crippling my truck as Edward was. And then, quote, then when I'd wash the dishes, I arranged the magnets on the fridge into a perfect line. Maybe I was developing obsessive compulsive disorder. Yep. Bad. Um, Not good. And also, okay, so there's another one, too, where, quote, for some reason, impending mania, perhaps. This really irritated me. So, like, Stephanie. Girl. Shut up. Stop. These are all within, like, half a page of It's literally like a paragraph. It's ridiculous. 
Like, stop. It was so annoying, though, because I was generally, like, there's a line right before one of the gross ones that's like, I ate my breakfast slowly, one cheer at a time. And just picturing that made me, like, full of so much joy. I don't know why, but I just really liked... Bella just having a Cheerio one by one, picking one up, putting it in her mouth. I think we've mentioned Cheerios on the pod, too. Like, we are very pro-Cheerio we'll here. I'm here for Cheerios, and I'm here for eating them in very comical ways. However, alluding that to your, like, assumed mental illness is fucking wild. And also, perpetuating a lot of shit that's not great about things you don't yeah, know about, stop. my man. I support eating cereal in a lot of interesting and creative yes. ways not like in get out fuck off first of <laughs> <Fair>. all because <laughs> um, that's terrifying yeah. and that creeps me out so i'll kink shame you in just that one way everything else cool um but doing it in like an ableist way fuck yeah. off doing like, it in a way that insinuates that you have something like that is like not the move i would say how about just insinuate that you like cheerios yeah. We can all like Cheerios together, man. Yeah, I mean, Cheerios is like a fucking... They make dope We need to so. stop talking about Cheerios until they give us money. Yeah, so. I was literally about to say that. Great, so wow. That's great. I love being business married and being in sync. We just, like, get it, you know? Like, like you know? <laughs> stop. Skype delays can't stop this sync- synchronicity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, there's more Seattle hints, so, like, if you don't get it by now... Honestly, how did you make like, it this far? <laughs> If you were not acutely aware. Okay. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I need to talk about one of the Newtons. You do have to talk about one of the Newtons. Because Karen Newton is fucking goals. (laughs) She is wilderness Barbie and she's everything I've wanted to be and I don't understand how she raised the Antichrist. Oh my god. She's, oh my god. I'm trying to remember, uh, remember Beverly Hills Troop, Camp Beverly Hills. How's this working out for you? Troop Beverly Hills. There it is. There you go. Do you remember that? Amazing movie. Sure. Allie. Allie. Okay. All I do is focus on playing. It was a great movie from the 90s, and basically this amazing, like, Glamazon goals woman in Beverly Hills decides to become a Girl Scout troop leader to all these fuck shit kids and has no idea what she's doing, and it's the fucking best. Like, she just teaches them about fashion, like and she just wears pink all the time, and it's great. Um. Literally. Weird. We are watching <laughs> this together. I'm making it happen. Anyway. I love that. Okay, here's the thing. I love Karen Newton. Yep. She sounds great. How did she raise the Antichrist? I the don't understand. Antichrist? <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, statistically, yes. <laughs> hey, you sent me a t-shirt that said fuck by Newton on it. So, like, am I wrong? No, I'm not. I didn't send you a t-shirt that says that Mike Newton is the Antichrist. There's always <sighs> next year, though. I have so. a Sharpie. No, oh, my God. <laughs> we have two different names. <laughs> Anyway, oh um, here's the thing. There's some flyers that are mentioned in this. I think I made those flyers. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, save the Olympic wolf. Like, I made those. <laughs> save the wolves, please. <laughs> like, I believe in that wholeheartedly. Okay, Bella went to work. Bella can't work. Karen was like, live your dreams. And Bella was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was all I was depending on today. Mm-hmm. But also, fuck my, my only distraction. Gone. <laughs> So, she makes a rash decision to go see Jacob. Because, why? Maybe. Not, I guess. Maybe. Her car almost passes out, because her car has sports asthma, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Um, Her car has car asthma. 
<laughs> oh, the thing is asthma. Um, she gets there. Jacob is very happy. It's low-key cute. And then things stop being like, cute. Immediately. Like, immediately. The quick. snap of a hat. Like, it's just... It was so good, and then it yeah. was not. It was very, very ungood. <laughs> yeah, I unyad the real hardest quick. I've ever unyad. <laughs> I I started saying yeah, and then I was like, no, <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> it's bad, y'all. I everything about this scene is like the worst, though. I want so much more from Jake because the problem is when I was mentioning earlier about Bella having to always be on. Mm-hmm. Bella can turn off with Jake. Yeah, when. He is not pursuing romance with her. Yup. And at this point, that's sort of not happening anymore. Right. Like, he's still sort of, like, always pursuing romance. So, like, when they were first hanging out, it was so healing for her because she could turn off. Mm-hmm. However, that's not really a thing anymore. Yeah, I feel like those um, lines are getting blurrier and blurrier because, like, he oh, his whole thing was that, like, he, like... Bella just wanted to be friends, and he was kind of like, mm, I don't know, sis. And, like, the <laughs> second, and now that we're in this sort of scene, he's always like, well, I guess, you know, friendship just isn't, like, you know, friendship just isn't enough, or, like, I just want to be friends and all this stuff. And it's like, bitch, where, when was that? You know, like, where, if you were like yep. this, like, I don't know, before fucking Edward showed his ass back here, like, maybe we wouldn't be in this predicament, my dude. Stop being a shithead. Always. Well, and that's the thing. So this whole scene is like backstory central, yeah. right? So Jake all aboard gets... the train to Backstory City, <laughs> and they do it on like their tree. <laughs> Stop. Uh, it's gross. Wow. Jake gets backstory on when Bella left. Bella gets backstory on apparently why Sam Uli hates her guts and wants to throw hands. So <laughs> it's all another plotline we did not need at all. <laughs> We did not need that at all. Because Sam is great and mature. He's, like, supposed to be probably, like, 20 now. Which is, I mean, theoretically. Ancient in this novel. Not that many. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, apparently he has, like, a few years left. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, I mean, in theory, if he's been trying to, like not raise these these kids but like help them mature and grow he's gotta have some maturity so the idea that he like wants to throw hands with a senior in high school is fucking wild to me jake is just throwing shade this entire conversation not only about bella but towards edward as well and uh, towards rosalie and the whole situation is weird. We do get a little bit more backstory on the Victoria scene um, about Rosalie being a badass and trying to protect Emmett, which I think was super yeah. cute. Daddy Malfoy doing that good, good work of trying to mediate between the oh. two, which I thought was adorable. Amazing. Jasper being a precious BB and trying to use his powers to make everybody like <laughs> chill out. Please, God. Um, I thought it was adorable. And then here's the thing. The chapter ends with a lot of Team Edward versus Team Jacob stuff. Yep. <laughs> and that's when you get the signal that that's kind of where this novel and the rest of the series is going to go. Because, first of all, how dare they bring Mike Newton to this again, for the love always, of Christ. Always. Always. Um, but also... It's like, he was never Jake, in the picture, ever. I don't understand why we keep he, bringing him back here. Because we... Stop shipping 
Bella with my It's feet. not even, like, Thank I wouldn't you. even say that it's, like, Stephanie Meyer just, like, pulling a little string there. I would just say she didn't develop Bella having any male friends ever, so literally the only resort that is a human person in Bella's life that's a dude is Mike Newton. That's how bad Steph is at fucking making characters and making Bella have friends. Right. No thank you. Bella's gay, all this um, would be, all of our problems we solved. That's all I'm saying. That's why I'm excited to get to life and death, to be honest. Wait, are they gay? What? 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 No, but we can have some conversations about it. I'm just I mean, I was going to have conversations regardless. <laughs> I know, but, like, because, like, it's Edith and Bo. Right, it's like the so, quote-unquote like, gender swap feminism. Like, So it's like, you get Edith and Bella, and then, like, Bo and Edward. Well, I'm just saying, well, there's a lot of good graphics about oh it. Oh, boy. Anyway, so anyway, Jacob is, like, insisting during his conversation that he's human. Okay, we get it, Jacob. <laughs> Shut up. And him not realizing that, like, Edward didn't choose to become a vampire. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> and then the chapter, of course, ends with Bella getting more of that good, good emotional labor. Am I, Am I right? right, ladies? Um, <laughs> because Jacob's pain is her pain, oh, so. Oh, she just takes yes. on everyone else's problems. Yeah. Oh. So, that's just, like, so good. Really chill and great, and I love it a lot. Yeah, the series is just, like, so good. <laughs> Next week. Yeah. We have chapters five and six. Point, point. Imprint and Switzerland, respectively. Switzerland. And here's the thing. I'm I'm already going to apologize. Oh, boy. Because this is when the series and, like, this book specifically starts to go way downhill. Oh, no. We're not there um, yet? <laughs> no. These two chapters. I'm Uh-oh. sorry. <laughs> well, great. Can't already. Wait. So I'm sorry. Do you have already. a fan fiction? I do. Yeah. So one of the requests that we got this week was to have a fan fiction that was not Bella centric. So. <laughs> was that um, your drum roll? Or is that your friend's clap? Kind of both. I was actually going for both. How did wow. you know that? Um, okay. Anyway. So I found one that is both of the needs that we're looking for. Um, it's called The Secret Beneath the Roses, and it was um, updated, well, when I found this, it was updated two hours ago, um, but it was published on August 27th of last Damn. year, and it is apparently a Rosalie Alice fan fiction? Uh, I didn't, um, and it has 22 chapters. Okay, hold up. Like, they're not, like, related, but, like, they're family. That's what? Excuse me. (laughs) Okay. Okay, continue. Go ahead. Whatever. So, this is what the description is. Rosalie was always a secretive person, keeping everything from her emotions to her thoughts closely guarded from the colon vampire's gifts. But one day, Alice gets a vision about the blonde that changes everything she thought she knew about her. Femme slash... Which is like a shipping thing, yeah. right? I um, can't. Also, I always forget that you've never read fan fiction before this podcast. It's like a new. It's like a fucking. You miss so much. Like you miss Vine. You miss fan fiction. What were you even doing on the internet? I don't understand. I was taking care of the world. <sighs> See now you Leave have me so alone. much out of context things you put into the. Mind. 
Well, I mean, that's pretty much not out of context, to be honest. Um, I do need to give credit to the author. Yeah. This, it was written by, well, this is depressing. (laughs) mood. (laughs) And those are Z's, not S's. (laughs) Of course. So, just so you know. Um, Okay. Where the fuck? Oh. (laughs) Every time this happens, it's so annoying. Why is fanfiction like this? I feel like every time I look at it, it's like, here's a new chapter. (laughs) I don't understand. Okay. Okay. Here we go. (sighs) I'm reading Fem Slash on the podcast. This is the best day of my life. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Alice felt something was off about this whole thing. Rosalie was never in a good mood, and especially not because of something insignificant like the weather. What could have happened to make her act like this? She came downstairs and approached Alice, who'd been practicing her 35th language, and asked her to sketch her. I'm redirecting and want something to put up on my wall. I think they meant redecorating Sure. (laughs) And I thought your art would be perfect. You're the only artist I know that can handle drawing me in my perfection. Alice had done a double take at not rosalie's blatant vanity but at her compliment since since when did she like alice's art um sure alice had responded a bit tongue-tied despite knowing so many languages she ran upstairs to get her sketchbook and some pencils and by the time she had settled down on the couch rosalie had come back downstairs decked out in red attire i wanted to be black and white except for the dress the redness will match my room color. She paused in front of Alice, leaning over to stare at the fresh page the pixie had turned to, <laughs> her cleavage dangerously close to falling out of her clothes. And oh scene. Oh boy. Well, you can't win them all, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there you As go, friends. <laughs> um. <laughs> this is an earbud media production you can follow us on twitter at earbud media if you want to pitch a show to the network you can do so at bit.ly forward slash earbud pitch and why don't you try listening to one of the other earbud media productions like fem as fuck or strange little people all of which you can find on our twitter at earbud media you can follow this show on twitter at into the twilight and pretty much anywhere that you follow things on social media if you want to help support the show we have a patreon patreon.com slash into the twilight where you can donate as little as a dollar a month you can get access to all sorts of cool bonus content letters from us our undying love and gratitude you know the gist we would also appreciate it if you rated and reviewed us on apple podcasts as well as if you have a little extra time filling out a quick little survey at bit.ly forward slash into the survey our artwork is done by maddie padilla who you can find at your ghost toast 44 on instagram and our music is done by eli kraus you can find at krausfilms.com you can find ali on the internet at 23 of me and you can find me at cody captures You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone.
Hey Dan. Hey, what's up, John? I just wanted to uh, confirm that we were recording Monday. Yes. Uh, what are we recording for? Oh, it's our new podcast. Our podcast, the the, the strange little people one. Strange right? little people, yeah. Yeah, the one on Earbud Media Productions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. You can listen to it. The one that we update every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, dude. When we have new guests all the time. Sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah, and we talk about current events and stuff. People should listen to it, right? Like, yeah, it's really cool. I think people would like it. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but I, mean, I hope you would. Did you put out the ad yet? The uh, flyers? Yeah, I, I'm doing it right now. As we speak. No, you're sitting down. You're no, not... no, this is happening right now as we speak. John, why did my hand just go through you? Oh my god. John. We'll talk about it next week.